Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how you can easily explain a gap in your employment, both on your resume and on your LinkedIn profile, as well as in conversations that you have with people in informational and formal interviews. Now, before we get to the tactical stuff, I'm going to step up onto my soapbox and say that it's really time that companies quit asking candidates about gaps in their employment. Over the past few years, we've seen that life happens. And many times when life happens, it's something that's unexpected or out of our control. And that is just a part of being human. That's part of the human experience. On top of that, we work for such a significant period of our life. It's normal to have these feelings where we want to take some time off. We want to do some exploration. We want to just simply not work or leave a toxic job. And all of these things are, frankly, none of the company's business, because at the end of the day, an employee's value doesn't change because of a gap in their resume. They're either qualified for this job or they're not. And there are many, many ways to gauge that. But a gap in employment isn't one of them. And asking people about it simply introduces bias and it disqualifies people on a completely irrelevant piece of criteria. So I actively encourage companies to stop asking candidates about gaps and instead find different ways to assess their ability to do the role and their qualification status because it has nothing to do with whether or not they've had gaps in their employment. So now I'll step off my soapbox and we're going to dive into the tactical stuff around how to answer this because unfortunately companies are still asking this question and as long as they do, we need to be prepared to have an answer. So first, I want to start with your LinkedIn profile and your resume. The reason I want to start with LinkedIn is because they actually just rolled out a feature that allows you to include a gap in your employment on your profile. So previously, you would have to kind of fabricate something because you would need to include a new quote work experience or a new role in your work experience but you couldn't create that unless it was tied to a company. And so people were doing stuff like, I think somebody actually set up a company on LinkedIn that was called like, you know, unemployed or something along those lines or taking a break and then people could add that in. But that really wasn't a good way to go about it. And it wasn't official, right? It wasn't backed by LinkedIn. So now that there is the official capacity to list an employment gap, I hope that we start to see some more normalization here. And this is absolutely something that you should take advantage of. So head to LinkedIn. Uh, You should be able to see that feature right on your profile right now, or at least over the next couple of weeks as they roll it out to everybody. Now, addressing this on your resume is pretty similar, um, but there is a little bit more that we can do. So the first thing that I'm going to say here is that if you have a gap on your resume, if there is a gap in your employment, the thing that you want to try to do as best you can is talk about the stuff that you did during that gap to further your skill set or stay involved in the industry, right? So did you take courses? Did you create projects? Did you invest time in reading or learning? Did you go to networking events or conferences in some capacity? These are all things that show that while you are out of the workforce, you are still invested in this industry and in learning and growing and developing as a professional in this space. So anytime you can include that, you absolutely should. But that is going to be much easier for people to do if they didn't have something significant going on that caused them to take a gap, right? If they weren't sick themselves, if they didn't have a sick family member, if they didn't need to take a break for their mental health because they were burning out or anything along these lines. If anything that I just mentioned is happening to you, you're likely not going to conferences and taking courses. And in that case, 
it's best to just share what happened in a way that you're comfortable with. So if you do feel that you can go into a little bit of detail around what happened, you can absolutely say that. But if you just wanna say that you took this gap for personal reasons, you can also say that as well. And again, we hope that people are going to normalize the fact that having these gaps is important. And one thing that I will say here is that this is a great litmus test for companies that you're applying to because on the other side, if there is truly a human being who empathizes with their employees and the people that they manage, and they're truly a good person, they're going to look at a gap in your resume and they're going to see that you're not wanting to explain more about it. And they're going to say, I understand, like, I get it. There's probably something that happened in this person's life that they don't necessarily want to talk about or share. And that's okay. That doesn't take away from them as a candidate. And when you find people like that, those are people that you absolutely want to work for. Those are people who are going to care about you and your growth and keep your interests in mind. And that is the person that ends up being a great manager. That's the person who ends up being a great colleague. Whereas on the flip side, if a company looks at that and says, oh God, this, there's no way this person could be qualified or I don't want to touch this. Like this looks weird. This person has a gap and they're not explaining it. That's an employer who's looking at their employees as strictly business assets who you know do the work and make them money. And there isn't quite that emotional connection or caring of employees in most cases. And we don't usually want to work for these companies unless we absolutely have to. So this is actually a really good litmus test to understand which companies are going to be worth investing in and which companies are going to be worth working for where you'll actually be happy, you'll be taken care of and your interests will be considered. So that is something that I want to say. But when you put it on your resume, you can use the same format and style that you've used for other roles on your resume. And you can just simply say that you had a gap in employment or you took some personal time off or something along those lines. And then you can have a quick statement about what happened. So it could be as simple as, um, you know, personal reasons, or it could be something uh, a little bit more detailed if you feel comfortable saying something like, uh, I'm caring for sick family member or something along those lines. But that is how you can include this on your resume and in your LinkedIn profile. Now, the same principles apply for having this conversation in person. But the one thing that I want to add is when we're talking about the gap in our employment, the biggest thing that we can do is be brief and focus on the upside. So if you were in a position where you did do a lot of work, you did a lot of skill building, you did a lot of learning, then you can just say, you know, the reason that I have this gap in my resume is because I was let go from X company. It was a big restructuring. They let go of 300 people and I was one of them, but I wanted to stay involved and I wanted to position myself to be an even better, you know, account manager or software engineer. So here are the things that I did. Here are the courses that I took. Here are the books that I read. Here are the conferences that I went to, right? And so now we have one line that explains the gap, but then we focus on the positives and we can showcase what we did to improve. Now, if you're in the position where you didn't have the ability or capacity to do all these things to, you know, upskill or develop professionally, which is totally, totally fine. Don't get me wrong. What we want to do is just briefly mention the gap uh, again in a capacity that we're comfortable with. And then we can shift the conversation to another topic. Uh, and if you don't have a topic to shift it to, you can always shift it back to the reasons that you're specifically excited to work for this company. So you might say something along the lines of, I had to take this gap for personal reasons, but my qualifications and my skills are just as strong now as they were then. I'm fully up to speed on all of the current systems, processes, tools. And most importantly, I'm incredibly excited about 
this role. You know, in preparation for this interview, I was listening to a podcast where the CEO was being interviewed and they specifically mentioned, you know, X, Y, and Z things that really align with what I value and where I want to go with my career. And so I really appreciate you taking the time to have me in for an interview and have this conversation with me. And so now what we've done is we've, again, addressed the gap, but then we've spun it back to a positive topic that shifts the conversation away from more information in that gap. We don't leave an awkward pause where the interviewer doesn't know what to do. And instead, we move it back to common ground that the interviewer can use to pick up the conversation and continue it forward. And that just makes things a little bit easier for everybody. So these are just a few things that you can consider if you do have a gap in your unemployment. Again, unfortunately, companies are still asking candidates this question, and this has nothing to do with job performance. So we need to actively encourage companies to stop asking this question. But overall, as long as the question exists, we need to have a way to handle it. And I hope that some of the tactics that we talked about in this episode make you feel a little bit more confident in how you're going to handle this on your LinkedIn profile, on your resume, and with the people that you talk to. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.